Good evening, afternoon, night, whatever you find a way to watch or listen to this podcast. It is me, Omar, again, with an old friend of the podcast, Ben Sorrells of uh, Sports of SHSU Twitter account. We talked earlier in the summer, I believe, summer or earlier in 2022 about Sam Houston State and Air Force playing in Houston, as well as other things, as well as actually, no, it was not even the summer, it was the fall. My bad. Yeah, the fall 2022, because we, we talked about the uh, New Mexico State makeup game with Sam Houston State. So mm-hmm. uh, great to have you back on, Ben. I'm wearing my orange Texas Western College hat, as I mentioned, you know, before we went live in solidarity with, uh, with the Bearcats. Yeah, man. Got to get the orange in when you can. Um, I know you're out there in El Paso, so you get a little bit of orange with UTEP, but excited to uh, talk the schedule uh, for 2023 for the Bearcats and talk some Sam Houston football. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Like our focus is these weeknight games as and I'm sure that's what everyone was clamoring for uh, when the schedule, when the conference USA schedule was released. I know that's what I was. I wanted to know when the minors and the Aggies would be playing because, you know, I'm a neutral party. I, I didn't go to either school. You know, I'm, I'm down here because the military. So, I mean, like neutral party here. But, um, you know, I'll support both. But who doesn't love weeknight football? Um, and I got to say, I guess. Um, first impressions, uh, it can be the whole schedule, Bannon, but also emphasis on the weeknight schedule. I mean, what were your first impressions of the conference schedule? Yeah, I got to look at it a little bit before it got released. Um, five, so Sam Houston side of things, we got five um, weeknight games, Wednesday, Thursday, um, starting uh, September 28th against Jacksonville State going all the way through the end of October. And I know we talked a little bit about this. Uh, originally, I think most thought that the weeknight games were only going to be in October, but they are starting late September. So that's one thing to look at. A couple things that really stick out with the San Houston schedule, um, some with the weeknight games and some just some statements in general, is uh, the conference opener, September 28th against Jacksonville State. That's going to be a quick turnaround. Um, I think it's only five or six days after the U of H game at U of H. So you start conference conference play on a short week. So that's tough. Um, another thing is Liberty, New Mexico State, and Western Kentucky are all road games for Sam Houston. Those arguably might be the three best teams coming into the conference next year. So that's another really tough one. Um, and then speaking of road games also, this, or October 5th, you play at Liberty. And then six days later, you play at New Mexico State. So it's a short week and it's two road games, two completely different sides of the country. So it's a really tough schedule for Sam Houston. Um, but I'm looking forward to it and see what we can do in our first year of FBS football. Yeah, I'm excited. I expect you guys can, to contend right away. Honestly, um, I don't really have a win total, honestly. But I mean, I think I think you're probably I'd say Sam Houston's the fourth best team in the league. Um you know, I'd rank them above Middle Tennessee, um, rank them above Louisiana Tech and FIU, um, accounting right, and Jacksonville State. So, I mean, I'd yeah. say the fourth best team league at the moment. But, yeah, I'm, I'm excited as well. I That's something that I missed in looking at the weeknight schedule uh, in that, you know, Liberty to New Mexico State on a six-day turnaround, then back to FIU. Uh, <laughs> this is absolutely bananas. Um, but, you know, that's what you do for TV. Is like we, we were kind of talking about a little bit before, beforehand how it's just like – when your conference like Conference USA, who who was about a couple, it was about pretty much Western Kentucky and Middle Tennessee joining the MAC away from not existing anymore. You have to do what you have to do for money, for exposure, literally for anything. So, um, just a wild situation. 
Yeah, really. And like you said, you got to do anything to get eyes on you, especially for a school like San Houston or any Conference USA school. And you got a pretty good deal. You're going to get on the main ESPN platforms, ESPN2, ESPNU, um, CBS Sports Network as well, going to be in the mix. So most of your games are going to be accessible to national TV audience, audiences, which is really good. And I think it's something that uh, Sam Houston could really benefit from and really all schools in Conference USA could benefit from. It's not the best that you got to put on a weeknight game, but you got to do what you got to do to get eyes on you. Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing from your takeaway that this is a general, this TV contract, this arrangement is a general net plus for the Sam Houston program. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see. As a lot of people know, Sam Houston struggled with attendance, um, home attendance. If you take out the, the NRG game um, each year, has probably been anywhere from eight to 10,000. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how the alumni show up um, for some weeknight games. And uh, considering a lot of alumni are based in Houston, which is probably a little over an hour away, but also it could be a net benefit because St. Houston is a commuter school for a lot of people. And so a lot of students go home on the weekend. So they're all going to be there during weeknight, weeknight games. And so uh, you might lose a little bit on the alumni side, but I'm really hoping the student turnout can grow and there can kind of grow a buzz around campus with the students and the football program going forward. Well, wow, that's something I just did not think about commuter schools uh, or St. Houston being a commuter school. Uh, definitely. Yeah. I think about like, schools in urban settings you know more well more urban settings but that's that's a that's a great point honestly yeah and i think that's a big reason why student attendance has really struggled at sam houston is because the majority of people live in the spring woodlands houston area and commute to school for their they have monday wednesday friday classes they commute or they stay on campus and they go back home and work every weekend um, so that's another thing and then a&m is only about 45 minutes from campus and so that draws a lot of people away also in such a big school so not having to compete with a&m on weekends uh, not having to compete with people going back home on weekends i think the student turnout can really grow um, with this new deal yeah, absolutely. And I mean, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't think about Texas A&M being so close by, did not even, um, you know, know the calculations behind that. But yeah, yeah. that's got to be tough. I know um, Eastern Michigan struggled for years with attendance and they still kind of do because mm -hmm. Ann Arbor is literally seven miles away from Ypsilanti. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I feel like everywhere you go on campus, you see some A&M stuff, which I wish, wish was not the case. But it is what it is when it's 45 minutes to campus uh between the two campuses so it is what it is but i really think the student turnout can grow and the entire student body and university can kind of latch on to these midweek games yeah that's that's absolutely great to hear so digging into like the schedule itself in these midweek games i mean we mentioned we have five of them um i guess for context like not many of these games are honestly I, i'd say made for tv um, because there's just not many rivalries in conference USA. I'd say the, the spiciest of all the weeknight games is the New Mexico State UTEP game where it's like you have a rivalry there. These, these teams are in, the, are in a conference for the first time in nearly 60 years, if not over 60 years. It's the 100th meeting of said rivalry game, and it's at the Sun Bowl, one of the most picturesque stadiums in the country, uh, one of the most like well-known probably college stadiums in the country. So everything about it makes it made for TV, and uh, it's just great that it's not going to be an afterthought on a on a Saturday on a Saturday afternoon evening or whatever, and it's going to take kind of center stage. Um, excuse me, on a Wednesday night, looking at these games, Jacksonville State, another former FCS power, Liberty, uh, New Mexico State, um, FIU, and then UTEP, a battle for the Lone Star State, but UTEP's about as much New Mexico as it is Texas, you know, uh, yeah. you know, from, from living in El Paso, living in New Mexico for a good amount of my life. 
Um, so I, I guess out of all these games, which one is kind of the most engaging? Like, I guess that Sam Houston fans would want to get it for the most in your eyes. Yeah, I think it's got to be Jacksonville State for a couple of reasons. One is it's your first conference game as an FBS member. So that's obviously something you want to look at. It's going to be the one of the first times since the FCS playoff run, or maybe the first time since the FCS playoff run that will be on national TV. Um, probably ESPNU, ESPN2, CBS Sports Networks or something like that. But also we've got somewhat of a history with Jacksonville State. They were recently in our conference. We played them in 2021, beat them pretty handily. And then in the playoffs, and I believe it was 2016, they beat us pretty good in the playoffs. And so we've got a history with Jacksonville State, played them in the playoffs a couple times, um, played them very recently. So it's a team we're familiar with, um, first conference game. And so I think that's going to be the one to look for um, as far as the midweek games for San Houston. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I wasn't aware of the Jacksonville State playoff game for sure. Uh, for me, like I looked at the New Mexico State one, you know, sort of, I guess, the, the basketball rivalry carried on to uh, onto the field uh, yeah, rivalry, if yeah. you can call it that, with, uh, I think, only like two or three meetings since like being WAC members or I guess four meetings. Right, but right. that that's a great point. Yeah, I think the New Mexico State one is interesting just because we do kind of have that connection, like you said, with a bunch of other sports being in the whack together the past few years. And obviously, New Mexico State is a program on the rise as well. Um, just had one of their best seasons in a really long time. So it's a team to keep an eye on nationally, possibly going in next year. And I think that could be another really interesting game to see. And then obviously, UTEP also, like you said, kind of a battle for Texas also. Um I, it'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays out in recruiting and because it's a school that San Houston's going to have to compete against for Texas kids in recruiting. So it'll be interesting to kind of see how that UTEP game uh, develops into a rivalry, maybe doesn't develop into a rivalry, how it impacts recruiting, what that might look like. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, UTEP being out there in West Texas, I mean, uh, not many, not very many natural rivalries. It's great that New Mexico State's in the conference with them, Battle of I-10, but we will see for sure. Uh, looking at the rest of the schedule, uh, the middle, the middle Tennessee game, of course, that's your Thanksgiving weekend game. Do you see any of the schools and conference USA being a potential uh, kind of Thanksgiving weekend rivalry, you know, just to fill that rivalry week void or, or no? Yeah, it's going to be tough for probably two or three years, but I think Louisiana tech could be one. Um, it's a school that's might be the closest geographically. It's only about four hours from Huntsville. So that could be one. Um, and then I think Jacksonville State could be one also just because they kind of do have that history in the playoffs and playing each other recently. So I think if there was a rivalry to develop, it's probably Louisiana Tech. And I know some people uh, are kind of pushing that or maybe expecting that to kind of be a rival if we were to have one. And then Jacksonville State could be one also. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think that's a good point. Just with the past playoff history and then Louisiana Tech for sure, just the proximity as well. Um, I can definitely see it. I, I think something something that kind of comes to mind for me, I, I guess, uh, as we sort of like come to a close with this, mm -hmm. um, FIU. Um, do you think? Do you think that Sam Houston FIU struggled with attendance issues for like the past pretty much ever since Mario Cristobal's left? Uh, do you think that Sam Houston State fans can take over Ricardo Silva Stadium uh, the next year when you guys play? Because uh, it's something I'm just thinking of. You know, I, I want to know your opinion. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are kind of excited about the the chance to get to Miami. Um, before the international um because it's in miami right it is in Miami. okay I, I just want to make sure i wasn't going crazy yeah it's in miami houston to miami is one of the cheapest flights you can get out of houston um wow. okay. uh so and it's a game you can win it's a game you can kind of make a trip of make a week out of so i think 
I think Sam Houston could get a decent amount of fans there. I know we have a game against Hawaii scheduled in 2024 at Hawaii, and I know people are already making plans for that. So I'd be interested to see how many people are interested to get to, to Florida for a week when it's starting to get colder here, um, October, November, get to Florida, spend a week there, uh, some cheap plane tickets, and it's a game that you can probably win most years. Absolutely. I mean, FIU is one of the more confusing teams, I think, in college football last year, like getting beat like 70, I think 72 to nothing by Western Kentucky and then like beating Mexico State on the road in yeah. Las Cruces. Really confusing team. Um, but I think I think honestly, they have potential to be like sort of like what Jerry Kill's done in at New Mexico State, where it's like Mike McIntyre had um, one of the best turnarounds in recent memory with San Jose State um, in 2012. And then with Colorado, too, he's had probably the last like great Colorado season um since honestly 05 so i mean a lot of it's it's like fiu is kind of the wild part of the conference I, i'd have to say uh so i guess uh i guess my last question is before we close this um uh, november 4th uh I, I don't know if you can give any extra explanation i've heard prairie view <laughs> and now fb schedules is coming out saying that there may be a connection between kennesaw state moving the their paycheck game uh from the 4th to the 11th so can you yeah anything yeah. to give on that or yeah i can't really say anything publicly i have some sources that have told me some stuff but it is an fcs school it will be a home game and it's likely i would think going to be sam houston's home game um since we don't really have any saturday home games until november 25th which is probably going to be a senior day end of the year against middle tennessee and so i know i can confirm it's an fcs game but i think a lot of people know that it'll be a home game um yeah, that's about all I can say on it, November 4th. <laughs> It'll okay, probably be darn. homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. I did not think I'd be able to get to get more from you, but I mean, I, I still have to ask. You know, I might as well have asked. Um, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, like, we'll get that game, like, you know, whatever whatever it is, like, soon. But yeah. okay. Yeah. It, it's it, the, the game is it's scheduled. It's just contracts are being finalized. That's all I can say. All right. Okay. But very <laughs> professional there. I, I I appreciate that. I I mean, I shot my shot and and you know it missed. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to burn any bridges with sources. So <laughs> I got I got you. I fully I fully understand it. I, I totally do. Um but yeah, Ben, I mean, do you have anything anything final to add? Um yeah, you have anything final to add uh before we head off? I think that's it. Just follow me on sports of sports of SHSU. Um, on Twitter, Instagram, got a little bit of YouTube also, and uh, eat them up, cats. Yeah, both of those links will be in uh, in the description on Spotify and YouTube. And yeah, eat them up, cats. Uh, unless they play UTEP or New Mexico State, sorry, and, <laughs> and the Air Force Academy. I'm sorry, I, I know right. that sounds very bad. <laughs> except for just half of our games this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except for a quarter of your games, but uh, yeah. you guys can go nine and three. It's totally fine. But yeah. But uh, until next time, everyone. Peace, love, and soul.